0: Hey guys, welcome back to Fiction Fixation.
1: We're your hosts, I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. And this week we're gonna be recapping The Circle starring Tom Hanks and Emma Watson.
0: You know when the movie started playing, cause I didn't watch the previews, I never watched the previews, so I go in blind. When the movie started playing and I saw Emma Watson, I thought, please have a British accent, please have a British accent, please have a British accent, but she doesn't.
1: She doesn't, but she does. Emma Watson's American accent is about as believable as our British accent. Yeah. You can tell she hates it. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's she's gagging as she's pronouncing things. Yeah, she is. She's just like, hey, how are you? <laughs> uh. So uncouth. You can tell which scenes were filmed later because you can tell she stopped trying so much. Yeah, no,
0: for sure. Yeah. Like in the beginning of the movie, her British accent would slip in only with certain words. And then towards the end, she was almost just all British accent. Like, you know what? Who are we kidding here? I'm Hermione Granger.
1: <laughs> they know who I am at this point. Okay. Yeah. So Emma
0: Watson plays May Holland. And when the movie opens, May works at what looks like a call center. She works as one of the people. Listen, I feel really bad for people who work as bill collectors because, man, it's hard to sell people things. It's even harder to get people to pay for things that they already bought and didn't pay for. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, my God. So... She works in a very specialized subsection Mm -hmm. that has to like call about payment discrepancies. Yeah. She has to call people who don't want to pay their bills and then tell them that the payment they submitted was insufficient. That it was 10 cents short. Yeah. I'm learning voodoo
0: magic if someone calls me to tell me that my payment was 10 cents short. Okay. Take it out of your pocket, Emma Watson.
1: (laughs) Sally Mae's like, excuse me, your payment, it was 10 cents short. We will not be freezing your assets. It was a mistake. The 10 cents fell between my car seat. Yeah, Sally Mae would be like, dig for it, bitch. Dig for it, you (laughs) broke bitch.
0: (laughs) We will wait. So, so May, it looks like she's living with her parents, right?
1: It does. She's living with her parents, but we can go ahead and not say it's because she's a tragic millennial and we'll say it's because her dad is sick.
0: Okay, we could say that because her dad is sick.
1: Her dad has MS, a degenerative condition. So, her dad will just keep getting worse. It seems like the money she's making at this call center is
0: going towards helping with her dad's medical bills. So, you can imagine it felt like fate stepping in. Mm-hmm when May got an interview with a huge tech company called The Circle.
1: May's friend Annie called and was like, hey, listen, I got you an interview. And May is just ecstatic because she knows how lucrative a career or just even a lower paying job at this company can be. So a lot of tech companies
0: have huge campuses like Facebook and Google. They have these huge campuses and everything is there. Like you don't have to leave. They provide you with lunch. They provide you with entertainment. Everything is there. And the reason they do that is because they want to keep you at work so that you can produce more.
1: It's honestly a really genius plan because by the time people figure out, wait a minute, is this the bad place? (laughs) You're already hooked. You are already making too much money in too deep and your soul is already too sold for you to just gracefully bow out.
0: Yeah. Once you have the ability to walk up to any food truck and just order food for free, you're stuck for life. Like I'm not going to pay for a burrito ever again.
1: Listen, if I ever worked for a place that had free taco trucks, take my soul. (laughs) Take it. (laughs) Honestly, the only way you can sweeten this deal is Botox.
0: (laughs) So the tech company in this movie is a little strange to me.
1: The circle, I feel like, is a dystopian, scarier version of Facebook. Mm -hmm. Like it's a cautionary tale of what happens when we let Facebook get too big.
0: Yeah, and coming from MySpace to Facebook, which we're gonna have to do a little throwback Thursday here and remind people that, Before Facebook, there was MySpace and MySpace. It was all about protecting your identity, because back then we knew like, hey, this is the Internet. You don't want to put your real name like no one had their real name as their username. Everyone had an alias. But then Facebook came along and encouraged people to use their full names. And that became the norm. You you had to. Yeah, it was required. Mm hmm. The tech company in this movie, The Circle, they don't just require you to use your real name, they verify it. Like when you sign up to be on this website, you have to show your ID, you have to give them your social security number, like they Mm -hmm. verify that you are a real person.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of how it is when you want the blue check mark and stuff. You have to take a picture of your ID and everything and send it into Facebook so they can verify that you are in fact a real person.
0: Yeah, so it's almost like The Circle is a social media platform for all verified people, which like when you think about it, there are pros to that, right? Like you could always Mm -hmm. argue like, yeah, it makes sense. We're verifying that all the people on this website are real actual people. RIP our
1: burner accounts. (laughs) Yeah. But you're right. When there's no anonymity there, you know, you're using your real name that is tied and verified. It is definitely a little bit safer. There's no hacking because everyone's a real person. I'm sure it's a lot safer for children, also for middle schoolers, high schoolers. So May gets the job and when she
0: heads in Mm -hmm. for her first day, she's pretty excited because not only is this a really well-paying job that provides health insurance, you're also provided with a place to live and places to eat and things to do like that campus goes above and beyond any other tech company, you don't have to leave. She can live there. It's like a town.
1: Yeah, it's definitely just like a little place to live. And I don't think you have to live there during the week. I think it's just an option. May's definitely really excited for it. I think it's an escape for her to not live with her parents for a second. And May's drawn further into the fold a little bit. She is a little bit more mesmerized and sort of enamored. She is further enchanted by the circle when they have this presentation and the leader of the circle, I don't know if he's the CEO or the president or the founder, he's the figurehead of the circle and he's played by Tom Hanks. His name amen. He comes on the stage like a motivational speaker frat bro. Right. And people are just so excited to see him.
0: You can tell he's a beloved figure. You could tell that the people that work there idolize him. You can see how May is starstruck, maybe cuz it's Tom Hanks, but in the movie it's cuz it's this, you know, it's Mark Zuckerberg, but with more charisma. If Mark Zuckerberg was Tom Hanks, he could take over the world. I feel like we got lucky that Mark Zuckerberg isn't super charismatic because if he was, Mm -hmm. we would be in trouble. Oh
1: my God, that's so fair. (laughs) We got so lucky that Mark Zuckerberg has zero riz. Yes, so true. Amen. Tom Hanks, we're just gonna call him Tom Hanks, okay? Yeah. He has no other names unless it's Forrest Gump, okay? (laughs) Okay, Yes. (laughs) Tom Hanks comes in, he pulls out this button-sized camera. It's a tiny
0: camera, dude. I mean, it's bigger than a button. Mm -hmm. It, It looks like a camera encased inside of a clear marble or something like that. It would be the kind of thing that could be right in front of you and you wouldn't see it. But the scariest thing about this camera is that
1: it is so high definition and it works off of satellites. It takes a watch battery too, like a watch size battery, Mm -hmm. because it doesn't require any wiring or charging.
0: Tom Hanks starts bragging about this newest part of their company, these cameras, and how they have begun to install
1: these cameras all over
0: the place. Well,
1: then he goes through sort of a montage of other places that he put cameras throughout the city. And he also says that he didn't ask permission
0: to put these cameras up. Are you confessing to a crime? Is it illegal to put cameras up in public?
1: No, it's not. I mean, news stations do it. So I don't think filming public is actually illegal.
0: It's not illegal to film in public because there's no expectation of privacy in public. But then at the Mm -hmm. same time, when you're walking down a street and there's no one around and you go to pick your wedgie, you don't think that's being streamed to a social media platform with millions of users. You
1: are in public, so you should not expect privacy.
0: But we kind of do.
1: You kind of do, though. We
0: kind of do expect privacy. That's our bad. That is our bad. You're right.
1: Uh, See, I understand what you're saying, and I am on your side here. Are you? What I'm saying is, is that (laughs) I don't think that his logic is wrong. What I think is, from a legal standpoint, this is not legal advice. I'm not an attorney. (laughs) What I think from a legal standpoint, I think the argument would be nothing like this has ever happened. And I think that we would have to establish a new precedent here. Right. We would have to establish new law regarding live streaming and placement of private cameras. Yeah, you're right. There would have to be a new precedent may's job at this tech
0: company i call cap on the job that she has because it doesn't make any sense to me she's like a tech support person so whenever somebody's using the website Mm -hmm. if they have issues they can reach out and she's one of the people that helps them what tech company has physical people like a huge room full of actual human beings to help people troubleshoot anything because i don't know if you've ever had to contact like google Amazon. It is so hard to get a human being.
1: Listen, so Logitech is a tech company. I reached out to them to troubleshoot an issue I was having with my mic. It's been several days. And then they sent me an email back that said, your issue has been resolved. Bitch, no, it hasn't. You ghosted me. (laughs) I beg to differ. But no, I don't think any tech company has a room full of people just ready and waiting to solve your issues. So with May's job her performance is sort of judged on a feedback score mm-hmm. the goal is to have 100% obviously this is May's first week and she's at an 87% and she's doing a, she's a little hard on herself because she's like I could do better
0: yeah, her coworkers are telling her, "Hey, you're you're doing great." And we get a little working girl montage of May typing away at her computer and helping people with their mm-hmm. tech issues, and her score slowly going up, slowly going up. And then the weekend comes around.
1: The weekend comes around. She goes kayaking. She spends time with her parents and her sick dad. May gets to see her friend Mercer, who is a man, and he makes these chandeliers out of deer antlers
0: when you say man, I mean, I guess he is a man, but he looks like a kid to me. You know, he's like in his early 20s.
1: He does (laughs) look younger than her. Not that May looks old, but when it comes to guessing age, I, I know how old Emma Watson is. And I would definitely put him at mid 20s. Yeah.
0: So it seems like Mercer is a childhood Best friend. Like they grew up together. Like him and May grew up together. I couldn't tell if there was some sort of like
1: romantic tension there or not. They don't really seem to have chemistry. So I think he definitely has a hard on for her, Mm -hmm. but I think she has totally friend zoned him. Yeah.
0: And he's excited for her new tech job. Then May goes back to work and she is ready to get back to it. She's typing away on her little computer. And then two people who are higher up in the corporate ladder than her come by to check on her.
1: They feel very HRE,
0: HR vibes for sure.
1: And they're like, hey, girly pop, why did you go home this weekend? And May's like, oh, I didn't realize there was work over the weekend. They're like, oh, there wasn't. But there is just thousands of people here over the weekend, just hanging out and doing different events. And you weren't
0: here. They do this weird passive aggressive thing where they're essentially telling her that she is expected to have an active social media presence on the circle. And then also she's expected to attend all social events. And they say it in a way that's kind of like, oh, you don't have to. But we definitely notice when you don't.
1: You don't have to, but... We're taking notes, or else. but or
0: else. Yeah,
1: but they're like, what did you do this weekend? The two HRE people to May are like, what did you do this weekend? She's like, I went kayaking. As soon as she said
0: she went kayaking, they immediately looked at their iPads. Like they were just like, there's no evidence of this. And so you start to realize this company expects there to be receipts of everything you're doing. They want to be able to know where you are at all times that's when the cult vibes start creeping in.
1: It's definitely
0: starting to feel a lot like a cult here. Just a tiny bit. Like, listen, you can leave, but you can't leave, okay?
1: Also, the next thing she knows, May's health screening is getting set up. And the health screening essentially has this tracker or this health tracker that's like a, something that she swallows, they trick her
0: into ingesting some sort of health tracker That is so messed up. And the interesting thing is that it all happens so fast and so nonchalantly that you could see that May doesn't have time to process it. She goes for the health screening and they say, okay, just drink this, and she drinks it. And then they go, okay, so your information is being pulled up from the tracker. And she's, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, yeah, you just ingested it. And you could see like in her eyes, you could see in her eyes, she gets a flash of, wait, what, that's not cool. But then they move on so quickly There's something about the psychology of human beings that if no one else is freaking out about something, we feel like we're not supposed to freak out about it.
1: Yes. It's a survival instinct to blend.
0: Blend it like you blend your eyeshadow.
1: Blend, blend, blend. Then Annie, the friend that got her the job... Annie was like, hey, her father's really sick. I think it might be appropriate to have her parents add it to our health plan. And the doctor agrees. The doctor is like, you know what? I think you're right. Go ahead and tell HR that I've approved it. Have her parents add it to our health plan. And at this point, May is like, you know what? Maybe the tracker is not so bad. Yeah, This is a little bit of my privacy that I'm exchanging for my father's health. Right. And if that's not the most millennial thing ever, <laughs> I swear to God just
0: signing my life away so
1: my dad doesn't die. Listen, this is peak millennial. Like, okay, this is a cult, but they have health and dental. So like, <laughs> maybe not so bad. You know what? They have yoga. They're offering me a place to live. And you know what? They want to be all up in my business because They care. They care about me. Yeah. I don't get privacy because they care.
0: Is it an invasion of privacy or are they just really concerned with all of my vitals and my physical location at all times?
1: Red flag boyfriend because he cares. Because he cares. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just ignore the red flags. It's a carnival. So May is
0: she's really getting the hang of things. She's getting the hang of how to blend in. She starts using the social media platform more. Mm -hmm. She starts posting more about her personal life. And there's one particular time where her mom sends her a picture of a chandelier that May's childhood best friend Mercer made
1: The chandelier is gorgeous, honestly. It's very rustic. It's a whole bunch of deer antlers. Mercer says he doesn't kill deers. I think he takes them from deers that he finds. Mm -hmm. He salvages them from corpses. And he goes and he takes the antlers and he assembles them into these beautiful chandeliers with lights.
0: May takes a picture. I think she just, she thought it was a cool picture of this really cool chandelier that her friend made. And so she posts it. She probably feels like she's plugging her friend's business. As a good friend does. Yeah, she's just like, look at what my friend Mercer made, and she even tags mm-hmm. him.
1: People start calling him a deer killer, and it's like a very PETA-type thing. It really backfires. It spirals
0: really quickly, and it's not something we haven't seen before. There is a mob mentality frenzy that comes along to where you have to wonder, like, do you really give a fuck about deer, or are you just excited to eat someone alive?
1: People are waiting outside us. How? People are following him. People are throwing things at him. People are calling him names. They are finding him in public and filming him and yelling at him. It's just a it's a bad time for Mercer. And what I don't understand is this is Mercer's passion. This is what he does. He's proud of his art. Did he not want his friend to promote his art? Did he want it to be a secret? Like, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I don't think that May did anything wrong.
0: No, I mean, so May didn't do anything wrong. She didn't have the intention of her friend getting, quote, canceled or whatever. But that's Mm -hmm. that's the nefarious side of social media is that your intentions Mm -hmm. don't matter all that matters is the intentions people attach to your to what you're saying they decide what you meant and then once they decide they don't care what the reality is they don't care what you actually meant the circle is growing like crazy the social media platform And it's very active. People are constantly posting live streams with these little tiny cameras that Tom Hanks invented. And again, they're super high definition cameras that people can wear and people could
1: just attach to anything. Yes, the circle, Tom Hanks specifically, has this profile governmental candidate come in. It's a senator. She comes in and she's like, from now on, I'm gonna be wearing this camera every email, phone call, meeting is gonna be fully transparent for you. Right, and Tom Hanks is celebrating this, which it's hard
0: because I love the idea of true transparency, but then it's a slippery slope, and we'll see that Mm -hmm. a little more. But there's also another senator that was speaking out against the circle and was Mm -hmm. trying to sanction them, trying to say that they were going too far, that they were violating antitrust laws and privacy laws and something just by chance, something happens to this senator.
1: Yeah, it's just a little coincidence, a little coincidence, you know, a little coincidences happened, you know, they started speaking out and then they just kind of died. They didn't
0: die, Courtney. I know, I know. The senator that's been speaking out against the circle has this huge controversy fall upon them where something they were hiding, some files come to light, something is leaked and they get in trouble. Essentially, their credibility is ruined in the eyes of the Mm -hmm. public. But it was no coincidence. It's very obvious that the people Mm -hmm. behind the circle orchestrated this downfall.
1: Yeah, I feel like the circle is definitely feeling more and more like a cult. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's a high-tech cult just feels super dangerous. Dangerous to me
0: dude think about it think about how much information Google has on people think about the most powerful people in the world and the things that they probably google without even thinking thinking about and how it paints a light into their thoughts, what they're
1: going through, everything like that. And Google has this information. Google has enough information to frame me for a lot of crime. <laughs> and we see,
0: actually, we see the servers that are holding the information of the senator, because May met the developer of the Circle social mm. media platform. Mm-hmm. And what's his name? Tai. Tai. Yeah. So Tai... He was a developer. He created this program, but you could tell he thinks it's gone too
1: far. He thinks it's gone too far, but it's outgrown him. Like many projects outgrow their original creators. Mm -hmm. It's outgrown him and it's beyond his control. And he hates the direction it's taken. He wants to shut it down. He wants to scale it back. Yeah, he hates it. So he takes May to
0: this underground place. I guess it's part of the old subways in San Francisco go like an abandoned part of the Mm -hmm. subways, it's this huge space. And he shows her all of these servers that are holding information on the senator that the circle is trying to take down. I find this fascinating because a lot of times people think about the cloud as like this abstract place. Like, you know, when you like Mm -hmm. save information on the cloud, it's not abstract. There are like real servers that are holding this information. And when you think about the amount of information that's being saved every single day, at some point there are gonna be more servers than people in this world, you know?
1: Like it's not an actual cloud. It's not like a satellite up in space or anything. Mm -hmm. It's a physical location.
0: There are campuses full of servers that have to be running 24 seven to hold this information.
1: Mercer is still facing the backlash of May's post mm-hmm. and May hasn't been home in a few weeks right. because she's living on campus. So Mercer shows up at the circles campus to see her. People start filming. Okay. People see Mercer, start filming, start telling him to go kill more deers. Mm-hmm. He essentially tells her like, dude, your post is ruining my life. Yeah. Mercer just goes at May for her post. And she's like, I'll fix this. I'll delete it. She's trying to apologize. She's trying to make it right. Mercer doesn't want to hear it. Mercer and May have this falling out.
0: Yeah. Some of the things that Mercer tells her during the fight really must hit a nerve because Mercer tells May, what are you doing here? When's the last time you left this place? Like, Don't you see like how terrible this is? She does realize, oh, wow, I usually go kayaking every day or every weekend, whenever. And she hasn't been doing that. She's been so immersed in this job slash cult. Also, side note, Mercer goes into hiding. Could you imagine that Mm -hmm. a picture out of context and this happens, right, just gives you so much backlash and you can't just sign out like you can't just because I think Mm. some people if you like just don't go online, you don't know what's being said about you. There are people harassing him in real life. So he literally goes into hiding. Yes. And May doesn't even know where he is.
1: And so May decides that, you know what? I need to take a breather. Mercer's right. I need to leave the circle for a minute. And so she goes kayaking, but she she doesn't have a kayak. So she borrows Mm -hmm. one without permission. that She just finds on the beach. She borrows one. She goes out into the ocean. She's not even like in a lake or a river she goes to the fucking ocean to kayak
0: yeah in a storm it looks like there's a storm in a storm the waters are choppy yeah
1: she's not wearing a life jacket may's being dumb she's being May, dumb she's being
0: dumb her kayak topples over for a second it looks like she's in huge trouble because the water's choppy she's hanging mm-hmm. on for dear life and then before you know it there's a rescue helicopter hovering over her
1: yep, yeah, there's a rescue helicopter hovering over her. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so lucky right now that you guys got here so fast. And they said that there was a camera watching SEALs. They saw you in trouble and alerted us to come get you. And it was one of the Circle's cameras. I call BS. I think that they were
0: tracking her on the tracker that she swallowed. Yes. There's nothing like a near death experience to kind of shake us into a new reality. And that's what kind of happens with May because she meets with Tom Han. With the leader of the circle. And he really likes what she says to him. And so he brings her on stage at the next town hall. I call it a town hall, but no one else is allowed to talk. <laughs> What's a town hall where only one person is allowed to talk? A TED talk? A lecture. <laughs> a TED talk.
1: <laughs> so they're having this lecture. May comes out and Tom is like, okay tell us what happened. And she's like, I wasn't wearing a life jacket. I was lucky enough. A camera caught me out there. Mm -hmm. And the circle sent the helicopter to come rescue me. Yeah. And then she says, I act better when I know somebody is watching.
0: Tom Hanks uses this story as like the perfect little learning opportunity to say, do you feel like you would have done this If you knew somebody was watching and May says, no, I act better when people are watching.
1: We all do.
0: And you know what? So you could see what he's doing. You could see that Tom Hanks is pushing this idea, just like Mark Zuckerberg pushed the idea that, you know, it's better for the Internet when people have to use their real names. And I mean, that's not not true, but also... It's a slippery slope, right? So you could see the same concept Mm -hmm. where Tom Hanks' character is like, we act better when we're being watched. May
1: says during the presentations, secrets are lies. And because of that, she has decided to be the first person to go fully transparent and wear a camera on her at all times Mm -hmm. and be fully transparent, except for when she's in the bathroom.
0: Yeah. And I'm trying to wrap my head around her decision I could see how she felt like she owed her life to the circle, but man, she was quickly brainwashed. She was so quickly brainwashed into the oh my God,
1: if I had been wearing this camera, I wouldn't have done this stupid thing. It's I go back to the free health care. Listen, she's in a vulnerable position. Her dad is sick. Yeah. Okay. Her dad is sick. She was in a dead-end temp job that paid shit with no benefits. She got put in this position. With this amazing company, with these amazing benefits that were willing to go above and beyond and give her dad benefits to potentially not only stall his condition, but maybe take it back a few steps for a few years, give her dad a few more good years. Honestly, they took advantage of her, okay? They took advantage of her. And listen, it's not hard to take advantage of millennials when you're offering health insurance. <laughs> yes. It's not, especially paying a livable wage with health insurance. <laughs> Bitch, I'm in. I'm in, motherfucker. Yeah, it's really obvious that Tom
0: Hanks' character, his vision for his company is to be able to mm-hmm. put the whole world under surveillance. So you have this tech company with nefarious intentions that's essentially going, mm-hmm. how are we going to get away with surveilling people 24-7? Oh, I know. Just offer millennials free health insurance and free lodging and free food. Mm-hmm. And they're going to line up single file.
1: Yeah. Are we going to get away with surveilling the whole country? They're going to volunteer for they're it. They're
0: going to volunteer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's the thing is that you don't need every generation. You just need one. We
0: see it take effect immediately. She did. Attaches the camera to herself. And then the next scene, we see her waking up and she's already online. We see the live feed. People are seeing her wake up. There's already comments coming in. And she gets out of bed. She puts the camera on her shirt. She goes over to a TV and she sees a live feed of her parents because apparently her parents also put cameras all over their house as well.
1: And you know what? Everything seems to go fine. Things start to go downhill with Annie first, the friend that got May this job. May tries to get Annie's attention in the courtyard. Annie just flat out ignores her. Yeah, something's going on with
0: Annie. Annie is looking increasingly haggard and definitely Mm -hmm. avoiding May. I would imagine it's because May is live streaming everything. Honestly, if my friend was live streaming everything, I don't know that I would want to talk to them. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yes. And Annie beelines directly for the bathroom because May gets privacy in the bathroom for three minutes. Mm -hmm. And so May goes to the bathroom and Annie confesses that she's under so much pressure and so much scrutiny right now about certain things. And she's just crumbling. Yeah,
0: it seems like Annie is being worked to the bone. It seems like she's not even being allowed to sleep. They're giving her more work than she can Mm -hmm. handle. They're trying to break her essentially, which I wonder what the purpose of that is. I wonder if that's what they do with all employees, because that is a tactic of cults
1: is sleep deprivation. Yeah, I think it's one of the things to where they work you and work you. Until they break you and then you feel like you let the team down. Yeah, and then They give you a break and they give you all this leniency So it feels like they did you a favor Mm -hmm. But may tells Annie I'll see you at the meeting and Annie is shook She's you're gonna be at the meeting. You're gonna be live streaming it. There's so much sensitive information there Why would you be there?
0: So apparently? May is going to a board meeting for the company, mm-hmm. and Annie's a little bit freaked out by that. But I mean, I guess if the bigwigs know that May is going to be there live streaming, then they must want people to see it.
1: At this meeting, they are talking about a collaboration with the government on voting. You already have to be a verified person to have a Circle account. Tom Hanks tells the board listen,
0: what we're looking at right now is just making a circle account synonymous with a voter registration so that when you sign up to a circle account, you're automatically registered to vote. And you know what? I don't hate that idea. Like, I don't hate it. It's convenient, right? Like convenience is good. But then May pipes up and May says, why don't we take it one step further? Why don't we make it mandatory for people to have a circle account? Because, hey, there are laws making other things mandatory. Like you have to stop at stop signs. You have to register your car. There's lots of things that we make people do. Why don't we make it mandatory for people to have a circle account so that they are mandated to be registered to vote?
1: Yes. And then take that another step further and make voting mandatory. Mm -hmm. She said that there are several other countries that make voting mandatory and the U.S. should be one of them.
0: Listen, I love the idea of more people voting. I hate the idea of anyone telling me what to do.
1: I'm torn because I think that in order to make voting mandatory, you need to give us some more options because the two-party system that you have and the options you'd be giving us fucking suck. I mean,
0: as the viewer, it's so obvious, like, this is wrong. But then there's like a little voice inside of you that's kind of like, it's not bad. Like, it's right? wrong, but it's not bad.
1: It's kind of like... But what what if, maybe? And you could see
0: how people can get sucked into these things because there is a way Mm -hmm. to put a positive spin to anything.
1: May is... On a one way flight directly to the sun. Okay. Right. I see the appeal. Listen, it's the millennial hustle. We are all guilty of it. May is just doing what she was programmed to do. At this point, it's been three
0: weeks of May live streaming mm-hmm. her every move. It's also interesting because you see May walking around and May is being watched, live stream feed is being watched by millions of people that are commenting live. And she's walking around talking to those people. But in reality, she's talking to herself. Like in reality, she's alone. Like she's walking around alone. She's eating alone. She's doing everything alone, but she's talking to people that are commenting on her life. Isn't that just, I mean, that's happening right now. That is happening. And it's so bizarre. She wakes up one morning and she does what she always does. She goes to her TV to check out the live feed on her parents' house. And usually her parents are in the living room, but The living room of her parents' house is empty. So she clicks over to the kitchen and the kitchen is empty. And you could tell at this point she's getting worried because she's thinking like, oh my God, something happened to my dad overnight when I was sleeping.
1: They're in the bedroom.
0: She clicks over to the bedroom. You hear very concerning noises. There's some sort of pump thing happening. Is that a penis pump? It's a penis pump to help her dad get an erection because of MS. Gotcha. Obviously... This is being live streamed to millions of people, not the live feed of her parents, but the live feed of May seeing this. So May immediately turns around and the noises are still happening behind her.
1: Yeah. And she's like, hopefully the engineers see this and they can fix this so it never happens again. But you know what? After that, her parents disconnect all the cameras in the house and they're like, nope. Can you imagine the humiliation? But then also, mom and dad, you
0: knew that there were cameras there? like why would you have a camera in your bedroom I don't understand
1: especially like facing right on the bed it's not like it's like facing like chair in this like for talking Mm -hmm. facing the bed and also mom and dad ghost her at this point mom and dad just stopped talking to her yeah because it's that thing where they know they can't have a private
0: conversation with her they know that millions of millions of people because I'm sure this went viral so it was probably even more because on a daily may gets millions Mm -hmm. of viewers so I'm sure her parents are like we can't even talk to her about this because the conversation we have with her is going to be live streamed
1: yes this brings us to this week's presentation
0: she's like the poster child for the company Mm -hmm. because tom hanks and his partner they love how may is the younger generation like really embracing the whole transparency thing And she's become the poster child for the company.
1: Yes. Um, Cubs, definitely the poster child. The public responds well to her. Tom and his partner have taken a step back and allowed her to do more of the media stuff. And this brings us to this week's presentation Mm -hmm. where they are soft launching a new project called Soul Search. And it is one of the bugs they were working out with forcing everybody to be a circle member and vote was what if people don't want to what if people decide they don't want to have a circle account okay that's fine we launched this called soul search to find people and then get them to make the circle account to be registered to vote but that's not how they sell it that's not how they sell that's not it. how they sell it the way that they
0: sell it is may is up on the stage and she says this new feature of our company allows you to find anyone in the country because there's this or the world. Or the world. But so there's essentially, there's this network of cameras, because the cameras mm-hmm. that they invented were apparently cheap, which I also call like bullcrap on that. But when you think about Air Tags that Apple came up with that track people, they're mm-hmm. pretty cheap. They're like $30. That's retail also. There's this network of cameras that are connected to this giant computer. And so there's mm-hmm. like facial recognition. There's like all this stuff. And there's people live streaming all over the place. There's people checking the cameras all the time. And so essentially, soul search, this new feature is the ability to find anyone in the world by using this network of people and cameras.
1: Yeah. So it can be used to find fugitives. It can also be used to find friends. The first subject they do it on is this woman named Fiona, who was a murderer And she escaped prison by seducing guards. And then she was just loose. And so they're like, all right, this feature can find anybody in the world in 20 minutes or less. Let's start the clock. Let's find Fiona. In less than 10 minutes, they are able to find Fiona and she's working. And is it like a restaurant or a laundry service in a hotel? It's a laundromat type situation. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they find
0: this escaped convict, which, listen, again, when I saw this feature, I was like, man, that's not terrible it's not bad being able to find an escaped fugitive right being able to find an escaped fugitive is not the most terrible thing i ever heard but Mm -hmm. then when they so the first test is a success right they show Mm -hmm. how i want to describe it a little bit so the first test is a success they show all of these people they show camera feeds from all over the country all over different places different people saying "Is is this her is this her and within 10 minutes yeah they find her and then for the second test, May asked the audience, let's get an audience suggestion. Who do you guys want to find?
1: Yeah, she says, let's find a lost friend. And people are like, let's find Mercer. And she tries to shut it down immediately. She's like, he doesn't want to be found. Yeah. Let's not find Mercer.
0: Right, Mercer, her friend who went into hiding after being like mm-hmm. viciously canceled. And May's boss, the Tom Hanks is in May's ear And he tells her in in a headset, he tells her like, hey, this is what they want. We need to do it.
1: And she still tries to shut it down. And then he comes out on stage on person and says, we're going to find Mercer. Come on, let's do it. Yeah. And so she says okay, let's find Mercer. And then she says, remember to be nice.
0: Yeah. And so that's going to help. Yeah. So it only takes a few minutes for Mm -hmm. people all over the country. Because imagine how exciting it is. At this point, it's a scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. People are, everyone is live streaming what they're seeing. And all of the camera feeds narrow in on a cabin in the woods.
1: Yep. And then two people show up at this cabin and they're like, he's here. His truck's here. We know he's here. They have their cameras out. They're banging on the door. They're looking in the windows like, Mercer, we know you're here. And Mercer sneaks out the back runs to his truck. So they found him. They're chasing him and Mercer is trying to get away. He doesn't want the attention. He does not want to be found. May's telling them, be nice. Leave him alone. Let him go. It's several people chasing after him
0: in cars. So we're talking about a car pursuit, but there's also a drone that's hovering Mm -hmm. over his truck and then also coming to the driver window and filming him.
1: Yes, but inside Mercer's truck just happens to be a circle camera. What is that about? Some
0: Somebody must have put it know. in there.
1: Probably Tom. <laughs> but they see the chase from Mercer's point of view. And May says, Turn the sound on the camera. And she's telling Mercer, Mercer, it's me. Please stop running from them. Please. They're friends. Please stop. This is dangerous. You need to stop. As she's begging him to stop, he can't hear her because of all the noise. He's in an older truck. It's probably very loud. Blood is probably pumping in his ears. He just can't hear. The drone goes directly in front of his windshield. He veers and goes off the bridge.
0: May is on stage watching...
1: The live stream of her friend
0: getting killed in a car accident.
1: And the next scene is of three days later, and she's back at home with her parents.
0: Yeah, you could tell that May is going through it. You could tell she's depressed, she's down, Mm -hmm. she's grieving. It's really a hard time. And honestly, I thought Mm -hmm. this might be the wake up call that she might need that, like, hey, this technology is dangerous. But it seems like instead her wake up call is like, you know what? This technology could have saved his life.
1: And this technology needs to be in other hands. Her reasoning is essentially this
0: technology could have saved him if only cars were controlled by the circle. There would be no accidents. Mm -hmm. So it's like, girl, really? Is this where we are now? Like you're saying there isn't enough
1: technology? So she has now girlbossed directly into the sun. Yeah. She's okay. like listen, the the problem is that
0: we couldn't control his car if the technology would have been able to control his car he wouldn't have gotten into an accident mm-hmm. which i hate that reasoning but also like isn't it like kind of true <laughs> like this is kind of true this is what i hate about this movie because i hate all of this but it's also not not true
1: it's not not true but also may blames tom here because tom's the one that agreed to let them go after mercer despite her objections. Mm -hmm. So she has decided that Tom's going to go down. All right. Tom's going to go down. Yeah. And
0: Tom has no idea she has turned on him. And of course, he invites her back up on the stage, which I think was dangerous. I I don't know if he debriefed her to figure out what she was going to say. And maybe she lied. But she gets up on that stage and then she proposes that the two leaders of the company, so Tom Hanks and his partner, that they go fully transparent.
1: And she has taken that liberty for them. Yeah, she
0: has decided before she got on that stage with the help of, I guess, the original developer guy, uh, she decided to release all of the emails, including Mm -hmm. the super private accounts that were like encrypted and shit. Like she released Mm -hmm. all of their communications to the world because it's important that they are fully transparent transparent.
1: And Tom looks at his partner and goes, we are so fucked. (laughs) Yes, Is May now the leader of the cult? I don't. The ending is really ambiguous. Did she just queen ball the other queen of the hive and become the queen? I think she did.
0: So this ending is a little bit ambiguous because this is where the movie ends is with the head guys, Tom Hanks and his partner, realizing that they're going to be in huge trouble because you can imagine there's a lot of shady shit in all of their communications. But then is it May's intention to tumble the company? Because I don't think it is.
1: I don't think she her intention is to topple the company. I think her realization here was that this technology is in bad hands and that the best hands would be hers. I think she plans on leading the company into a, into the light.
0: Okay, but if she released all of the emails and encrypted conversations between the mm-hmm. higher-ups, you would imagine that there's illegal shit in there. I want to mm-hmm. think that this is information that would get these companies shut down by the government. For sure. So that's why the, the ending doesn't make a ton of sense because, yes may is upset with tom hanks for making this happen and she does she knows that forcing him to go fully transparent would be his downfall but then also Mm -hmm. she still seems all in on this whole experiment
1: yes she definitely does seem all in on this experiment with modifications with her in charge again we've already said this she is girl boss directly into the sun she's booping the sun boop she she is not icarus who has flown too close to the sun She is the sun. She's become the sun. The sun is she. She is the sun. She and the sun are one. She is Apollo. Okay.
0: What I can't wrap my head around is how similar this movie is to what's happening. You have people that spend all of their time alone, but they are communicating with millions of people and they're out in public by themselves talking to millions of people and they're eating by themselves talking. So it's like, At a certain point, Mm -hmm. human interaction is always going to be filtered through technology. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's terrifying.
1: That's the world we live in now. It
0: It really is. It's like we're there already. When you stop and think about the interactions that you have with people on a daily basis, what percentage of those interactions are made through a device? What percentage of them are texts, emails, phone calls, Do you know what I mean? Like right now we record the podcast virtually. We Mm -hmm. do it like we're not in the same room.
1: I'm thankful for that because without technology, this wouldn't be possible.
0: Right. I guess that's why technology is such a slippery slope, because it is so convenient and it is so great and it is so nice to be able to talk to people from all over the world. But then we just keep sliding closer and closer to a dystopia where we all just live in virtual reality.
1: I'm fearful that our society is going to continue to go that way. You know what? Speaking of the sun, the sun
0: should really do us a solid and just send like a flare that would just wipe out all technology.
1: And then we could start fresh, you know? Not all technology.
0: (laughs) But like, not my air fryer.
1: (laughs) Can it please spare my lizard's heat lamp? Grigio needs that to live Yeah. Listen, I just
0: I still want access to Google. I just want everything else gone.
1: I still need Netflix.
0: Oh, Netflix. I do need Netflix. Everything else can go. Dude, literally every time I think about how much information Google has on people, it like sends a shiver down my spine because Google is so unassuming. Do you know what I mean? They're just minding their business at face value. They don't seem super ambitious. It's just like, oh, it's just us. We're just like this little search engine and we have a map, no big deal, nothing to see here. And meanwhile, they have literally virtually scanned the entire world. You can drop a pin
1: anywhere in the world and see that street. Isn't that fucking wild? Trying to get any type of like personal Google records on anybody is insane though. Like literally I could send a subpoena to Google, like a judge signed a court order commanding you to provide this information. And Google's like, here's a picture of a middle finger. This is what I think of your fucking court order. Go fuck yourself and tell the judge the same thing. Google doesn't give a single shit. Google's like, good, come to California and physically pry that information out of my fucking hands.
0: Yeah, I guess that is the silver lining I don't know if it's silver lining but I guess that is the noble thing about tech companies is that they are very proprietary about the information that they have on people because like when you think about even iPhones I don't know how it is with Samsungs, but even iPhones if you don't have the passcode to a phone you are never getting the information from it it is gone like even Apple can't get into
1: it honestly if Google could be my first call for hiding a body it might be (laughs) like that's what that would be my first call hey Google where should I hide a body yeah for sure you know what I have Google assisted on my phone let's see no stop don't do it Courtney Jesus
0: Christ anyway the teapot is empty for today
1: we'll be back next week with another episode see you next time bye